Chapter twenty four of Joan Thursday by Lewis Joseph Vance. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. But when Joan met Quard in the morning, her anxious eyes detected in his assured bearing none of the nervous unrest in his clear eyes and the even tone of his coarse, pasty pale skin, none of the feverish stains that are symptomatic of alcoholic excesses surprised and grateful she treated the man with a tenderness and sweetness she had otherwise been too wary to betray by thursday it was settled that they were to open on monday at polly's theatre in springfield for an engagement of a week if the audience there endorsed the verdict of the first bosker promised quard a full season's booking from the springfield house he was to receive three hundred and fifty dollars he permitted joan to understand however that his fee would be no more than the sum he had first mentioned three hundred dollars it was decided to leave new york by a sunday train which would put them down in springfield in the middle of the afternoon enabling the company to find suitable lodgings before meeting to run through their lines in the evening they would have an opportunity for a sketchy scrambly rehearsal on the stage monday morning but dared not depend on that for the greater part of their allotted period would necessarily be consumed in the selection of a practicable set from the stock of the theatre in making arrangements for suitable furniture properties and in drilling the house electrician in the uncommonly heavy schedule of light cues any one of which if bungled was calculated seriously to impair the illusion of the sketch joan thoughtfully stipulated for twenty-five dollars advance against expenses quard protested alleging financial straits due to his already heavy outlay but the girl was firm true she still had unknown to him one hundred and twenty-five dollars but not until near the end of their week at springfield would they know whether or not they were to get further booking in the end the actor ungraciously surrendered she made her preparations for leaving her hall bedroom with a craft and stealth worthy of a burglar preparing to break prison if her break with matthias was to become absolute she was determined not to leave any clue whereby she might be traced an inquiry as to the best place to take a dress to be dry-cleaned furnished sufficient excuse for lugging away one well-filled suitcase which joan left at a cheap theatrical hotel a few blocks farther uptown and east of broadway where she simultaneously engaged a room for saturday night and on saturday afternoon she carried away a second suitcase containing the remainder of her wardrobe informing madame de prat that she was going to visit her folks for a day or two but first she had to undergo a bad quarter-hour in the back parlor the sense of her treachery would not lift from her mood perhaps she felt its oppression the more heavily because of her uncertainty she couldn't yet be sure she wasn't committing herself to a step of irrevocable error she was only sure that she was doing what she wanted to do with all her heart whatever evil might come of it and there would be more ease in companionship with quard with him she could have her own way in everything could always be her natural self and still retain his respect and her own on the other hand she could not look up to him and was by no means as fond of him as of matthias her fiance was without reproach he loved her but his respect she could never own dimly she recognized this fact 
though he thought he respected her and did truly honour her as his promised wife he was his own dupe passion blinded actually they were people of different races their emotional natures differently organized their mental processes working from widely divergent views of life even in this instance joan's perception of the gulf between them was more emotional than thoughtful she moved slowly about the room resentfully distressed touching with reluctant fingers objects indelibly associated in her memory with the man of her first love sitting at his desk she enclosed in a large envelope his letters two had arrived since thursday but these she had not opened she hardly understood why she desired not to open them she still took a real and deep interest in his fortunes but she was desperately loath to read the mute reproach legible if to her eyes alone between his lines she meant to leave him a note of her own tenderly contrite and at the same time firmly final but in spite of a mood saturated with an appropriately gentle and generous melancholy she could not apparently fix it down with ink on paper eventually she gave it up destroyed what she had attempted and sealed the packet leaving matthias no written word of hers save his name on the face of the envelope there remained the most difficult duty of all with painful reluctance joan removed the ring from her finger where it had been ever since she had last parted with quard and replacing it in its leather-covered case sat for a long time looking her farewell upon that brilliant and more than intrinsically precious jewel at length closing the case she placed it on top of the envelope rose and moved to the door there she hesitated looking back in pain and longing there was no telling what might happen to it before matthias returned a prying chambermaid and then it was quite possible that the lie would not last out the week in springfield cord had more than once pointed out there's nothing sure in this game but the fact that you're bound to close sooner than you look for maybe i'll be back inside a week joan doubted there's always that chance and she had already left one door open against her return anyway it isn't safe there and i can mail it to him registered when i'm sure he's home turning back she snatched up the leather case and darted guiltily from the study and out of the house End of chapter 24